Hello, everyone. Today we're here for Afterburn episode five of the uh, official podcast. So we have a couple things to talk about. As always, my name is Gib, and then we have. I'm Blake. Tom. Yeah, so it's going to be a bit of a shorter pod today just because it's kind of in a lull period of the Rocket League esports time between the majors and there's no one actually playing. But we have some good topics today that are a little interesting and different. So the first one we're going to talk about is the um, upcoming major and just the general kind of major spots allocation and format overall for the first major and the kind of the system that they have implored within Rocket League. So first I think we can talk about the uh, major spots. I think the biggest thing or the biggest like interesting one to look at is definitely the Mina region and they still have one spot even after last year they showed that they're definitely the third best region overall if not higher than that potentially but it's definitely something we'll never know their depth or how good they are unless they get more than one spot I think to international majors which is a big a uh, bit of a question mark for me on Sionics and why they didn't at least award Mina a second spot for majors this year I think is the biggest question I have for them but what do you guys think? Okay, so first I think we should go over the current allocation of spots for the major. So right now we have five for EU, five for NA, two for OCE, two for SAM, one for Mita, and one for APAC. So that adds up to 16 spots at the major. Mm, in terms of the allocation, I don't know. I think Psyonix really underestimated the MENA region. So when they came up with that, they are like, oh, Mina and APAC are the new regions, so obviously they're going to get one, which is less than established regions such as Sam and OC, who have been playing for years now in majors and the World Championships. But uh, I think we should probably look at the, look at the numbers again. I think uh, <laughs> Mina definitely deserved two spots. Like, let's be real. Uh, they got their second? first, like... And the fall major, was it? They got second? Or not they the fall, like, yeah. Like, it was like their real first major, right? Because they, yeah. they didn't go to winter. They had like a team that didn't have the real roster in fall. And then and they, still and got they actually eight. had their full roster. They still got top eight. Their first actual major that they had their full team from their first seed, they came like second, which was pretty crazy. Um, I mean, maybe they had a little bit of luck, but like still, that's really impressive. And, and they um, still got like top 12 or 8 at Worlds. Like they still did pretty yeah, good Yeah, they got overall. top 12. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like you look at like regions like OCE and like APAC. Oh, OCE has like two, two seeds going in, and like neither. I think they didn't place better than neither of them even made it to top sixteen, right? No, or I did, think KCP was no close. Ren Renegades did. Renegades, Renegades did. did, but they, yeah, they only made top sixteen, I think. Yeah, but they didn't make to past top twelve, and yeah, anyways, and you like see some of like the players that are coming out of Mina now, and like. They're pretty much defining the new metas, <laughs> like uh, Dark with his pogo shots, and like yeah, his new bow like triple free, uh, flip resetting on everyone, and even like Rawas and Killiers, uh, like they're just insane. So I think they definitely got snubbed this season. I'm not sure what's going on. It seems like a lot of things are pointing to Psionics like having not enough budget to actually run the events they want to. Um, but you think it's a budget issue. I don't know specifically on in the on terms of like the seed distribution, but I do know like there's a lot of other things that they probably could do, be doing better if they just had the money and like you didn't have increased the prize pool, right? Um, I don't I don't think they would be able to take a spot away from OCE. Without, That'd be like, rough. Yeah, it'd be rough. And like the only other way to add another Mina seed is to like increase the amount of teams going to the majors. So. Yeah, or like increase the major events themselves. Like I, I honestly wouldn't want like thirty-two teams or twenty-two teams maybe being like the full main event. Like maybe we have, we have like we just increase the size, like the length or duration of the major. So it's like almost like a four, like ten-day thing, and we have like two stages where like in CS:GO they have like a legend stage and That'd like be a good. Yeah, I think two yeah. stages would be good. Yeah, and you have like your top eight seeds from like the world or whatever. Um coming from like last season or whatever uh and then you have like the other seeds which could be like 14 seeds yeah. you have to like play in like a wild card for that event and you can you can base who gets like yeah yeah kind of like the world the worlds they had last year at rock league where they had the wild card event and then the main stage mm -hmm. event they can base it off like past performances on what teams from which regions get directly invited to the main event and then which seeds from each region has to just go to the wild card event to qualify 
the main event. Yeah. They can just do it through performance. It's definitely the best one. Yeah, I think that would be big... like a budget issue, right? Yeah, could be a budget issue. I just gonna say, I think the the biggest like question is like whether you should do it like that or you should um if it is a budget issue and they can't have more than sixteen teams at each like international major, should have they at the start of this year introduced something where it's kind of like based on your performance of the minor regions will give you one or two spots depending on how you do overall. I think that'd be the only way you could potentially give Mina more seeds without other minor regions complaining if they did it based off like performance and said this is how we're going to do it starting from fall or whatever so if like Mina did well in fall and like outperformed Oceana then Oceana only gets one spot and then Mina gets two but I think that's kind of hard still though yeah yeah I think there would be a lot of backlash if you try to take away spots from regions and yeah like players that would have been going and now you're taking away their spot I don't think that would really work too well um in terms of performance I don't know like I think it does make kind of sense. Like, it really just depends. I I don't think it's a budget issue. I think Psionics is just lazy. I think they're just like, well, we already have the format of Swiss, and we know what Swiss is, and I don't feel like changing it. When in reality, you can't accommodate for more than sixteen teams. At um, depending on the format of your event, like it doesn't have to be a sixteen-team Swiss. Yeah, yeah that, that comes back to. That comes back to budget issue if Psionics is lazy, though, because then they could just hire someone who, who wants to work harder on it. I know their point of view. <laughs> it comes back to budget. No, kidding. <laughs> they're All big, about the money. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I know their big marketing thing is that they wanted, like, I don't know what the correct word is, but they wanted simplicity through each of their regionals to the major. So their thing of, like, why they can only have 16 teams at the major would be, oh, we only had 16 team Swiss brackets at each regional and we don't want fans to be confused if we had a 20 team Swiss instead of a 16 team Swiss. I think that's like one of their like if they had to give a media answer on it that's what they would say but the PR answer yeah. that's like the PR answer they'd say in return is like oh we can't do a 20 team mm, sure. Swiss because that's confusing to our fans when all they saw was 16 team Swisses but I think they have to figure something out because Mina... I mean, that goes back to what we talked about last week. I think they should yeah. just pick a format. We, we, didn't, we shouldn't be doing different formats every major and different formats every split like Especially when it's supposed to be a pilot program. Yeah, right? I thought like, the the whole thing in RLCSX was that they're going to try it out and then formalize the format, and then they changed it a little bit. I think next year in RLS, what do you want to call it? RLCS eleven or RLCS 20, 21, 2022, yeah, whatever you want to call been it. Two years. But it's like yeah, they they just stuck with this like they're still just doing different format each split. I mean, it's cool, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is though they need to find a way to get Mina a second seed for sure. I don't really so care how they do it. Would you say that 16 but... teams is too little? Would you? Yeah, I guess 16 is too little. Because if we give 18. every region two teams minimum, yeah, um, excluding APEC, it doesn't matter. It would still require more than 16 teams. Yeah, you would you need have to find a way to add. Yeah. Whether that's through like a qualifying event that happens a week before, or whether it's just the main stage event, I think they should find a way to do it. I think a qualifying event would be cool because the other thing is too is like, especially with the the imported regions to NA with the extra SAM teams. If you could have like a qualifying event where you could send like the six, seven, eight from NA and Europe two to compete with like Oceana one two, I think that would be neat as well because you could then also it would just make the main event better because right now when we have the main event matches right, no offense to APAC but last year they were horrible like they got three would like they were never going to win a single series which I think is kind of bad to see at a main event when you get like thrashed out like it's not even competitive in the slightest so I think even adding like a qualifying event to the majors could help like make the main event just every team's really good instead of having a couple weak teams at the bottom that are clearly just never even going to win like a match like they have no chance but i mean i don't know if you guys remember the dream hacks right they were 32 teams and they were fun to watch yeah. there was 32 teams sign up they were all from we like had... na and europe pretty much but yeah but it's like we could support 32 teams sure we could have some matches that aren't as entertaining on the b stream i think that's fine yeah, I think a qualifying event would also be really cool to see if, you know, the NA and the EU depth seeds of like six, seven, eight are better than the Oceana one two seeds or the SAM one two seeds as well. I think yeah. that'd be interesting to see. Because I think they are. Personally, I think they are. So it's just the the way the format goes, they never get to show it. Yeah, I think uh the SAM one two seeds are probably better than or at least roughly the same as I think they'd be NA similar. Seven, yeah. Eight. yeah. 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 I think Osha's worse. I think Oceana 1 2 seeds are worse. Yeah. A little bit worse. Mm -hmm. And then APAC definitely worse. 
Mm. Uh, not for long. You never know. Virtuoso and his team is showing up. Yeah, they they left Europe for a reason. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> they left Europe for a reason. They could not win in it, or they left Oceania well, for a re- like. Yeah, they all left the regions because yeah. they, they wanted to win them. Yeah. They're doing the reverse Sam, where Sam just moves to the hardest region, and they're moving away from their region to the easiest region. Is it too hard? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know in, in um, format. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because like at least the way League did their worlds was they had it where it was the same in like Rock League where all the worst teams played in like a plan, and then although some teams still get like thrashed later on in League, it's still like better overall quality matches at the main event. Because all the like weakest teams were weeded out from all the minor regions, and only like the strongest remained of the weakest. Yep. That's I mean, fair. you could, you could maybe say like the teams coming from the wild card. Like one issue you could be the teams coming from the wild card might have like practice already, but if you're a top team, it's probably not going to matter that much. It shouldn't matter. You're scrimming yeah. and everything, so it shouldn't. It shouldn't matter all that much. There's no meta in Rock League like other games where you, maybe you get a meta read advantage because you had stage matches. Like it's the same. I wouldn't mind seeing more teams at the major, to be honest. Like, I think it's okay. If, but people will argue that we'll see West's uh, skilled competition. But at the end of the day, the main event is still going to be the top teams either way. It's just a way to incorporate more teams that I feel like should deserve at least a chance to make it, you know? The I biggest mean, thing is Mina's just getting snubbed. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the biggest they thing. Are. Yeah, we should be seeing like Roas, uh, Killiers, and what's the other guy's name? Nas or no? It's not Nas. It's uh. They actually have so many. They have a lot of like upcoming good so players, many players that, that could are very good. that could be so much better if they had like, yeah, you know, more international experience throughout the year than just going to Worlds potentially. Mm-hmm. And plus, they all play on EU servers, right? So they're gonna get more like far more experience, and they're getting like skilled much more rapidly than people playing OCE. Like they've already. Like cleanly t- overtaking OCE, and you can argue that they're better than Sam. Now that especially Fury has gone to NA, like, I think with all the Sam teams that have went to NA, they're definitely better yeah. than Sam. You have no complexity, you have no Furia, so obviously Mino's far stronger than Sam now. But we wouldn't it's know unless we could see their depth. Is the unfortunate yeah. thing. Well, that that's my opinion. Yeah, I think we're in agreement here, though. Were you going to say something about I, the format, though, in some? The format, I don't know. I think they should just, like, make up their minds, to be honest. Like, I, I don't really like seeing different format every major. It's also confusing for viewers, especially if they're not, like, hardcore followers like like us. Where it's like, like, like what? Wasn't this, this is a different format from last time. Well, yes, it's different every time. I, I'm sure, like, CSGO and League of Legends, they probably have a very consistent format that they stick with no i think csgo changes really yeah i know they're like the recent major they just did was like a best of one and a lot of analysts and community didn't like it because they're like why is our biggest event best of one when like other events aren't and they weren't too pleased with it no it was like the earlier and earlier in the tournament was like best of ones and they weren't happy with like yeah they weren't happy with that part but that's a little, okay. I guess CS goes a little different because they have different tournament organizers running it all. Yes, yeah, CS goes. So everyone the most does their complex. own thing. League, they're actually yeah. criticized Whereas because League... they won't change the format of Worlds, and the fans hate <laughs> it. Every fan wants double elim at Worlds for League, and they won't. They won't do it. So they're. And what's the format now? It's single elim. It's a it's a like group stage round robin into a single elim. And then fans mm, want fans yeah. want double elim. I think I think double elim is like the best one, but it also like yeah. I know a lot of pros don't like it. A lot of pros love Swiss stage. Yeah, Swiss um, stage is. I think they can have multiple formats, but I personally I just think the Swiss stage needs to go. I think I just think Swiss stage isn't fun from a viewing perspective. It's just kind of like there's a lot of a there's a lot of meaningless standpoint. matches, right? Because in terms yeah. of competitive integrity, it's like the teams that should win it rewards your consistency. Yeah. And we'll the pros it. still complain about it. <laughs> I think it'd be good in like a, a no, wild card event. It, yeah, I think wild card events. Like if they had good. like the, they did like CS:GO does it where they have like a wild card into like top eight. But the only problem is like the, the thing with double them is it like doubles the matches almost, right? Yeah. So it's 
Yeah, I think it's supposed to be kind of boring. To be yeah. Like, well, I don't other, know. Some of some of Swiss is good. I, I some think of them is round interesting. Round five is like the best, but like other rounds, like I, yeah. But most really of the games watch. in Swiss are just they're like okay, if you lose, it's okay. But then there's nothing on the line, as opposed to like a, a round robin group stage. It's like if you lose, that could be the deciding factor if you get eliminated or not. Yeah, I mean Swiss Swiss right. stage scales like it's, on the line. it's more interesting the later like stages of the Swiss stage is really exciting. It's just the opening ones are kind of like meh. Yeah, because there's nothing on the line. A team can lose their first series and then there's win things on the line, but yeah, it's just like you know you're just waiting for like that round five Swiss or that yeah. elimination Swiss or the. You guys don't like group stage into single elim. I feel like it's a pretty good one. I really like my personal format. favorite one is group stage into single elim or group stage into double elim. I think that'd be my favorite formats. I don't well, double elim Sionics... for time. So, I mean, Psyonics has had a bad history of like seeding group stage teams where like yeah, one group that's... is always constantly far stronger than the other, and it's like but, like what's the solution to that? Like, only thing I can think of is Swiss. But yeah, that, that's yeah. the solution. Is Swiss? You dump everyone and have an equal standing as opposed to oh we're arguing that the number three na is stronger than the number one oce right so so you say now you're saying that you want swiss into single elim or like do we want swiss or like do you, do you swiss? Would, like what's as a, a i'll say this as a competitive player i would want swiss as a viewer i don't really care yeah. about the seating as much i think the group stage is yeah, even if the seating's bad is more fun to watch and if it's bad it generates discussion it's also just mm -hmm. way more fun to talk about like group stages like oh this is the group of death this is the group of life this group's hard to like i just think group stage generates like more excitement in general whether it's good or bad within the community like what i'm saying is swiss stage is better for competitive integrity but in terms of group stage the reason it's worked out poorly for rocs is because psionics keeps seeding teams really i don't know if i would just say like that, randomly that's just, like incorrectly i don't think that's a psionics issue that's just uh the community would never agree with any seeding they put out issue to be honest I think there might have been like one or two circumstances where they've done like pretty bad seating, but like majority of the time, I think they've yeah. been okay. This seems pretty good. And I think, like, if they do it in spring, like group stage into single elim, um, like that's totally fine because by then they have like a general idea of how teams are performing throughout the season, so they can better seed teams. So like, I know like it is confusing for having different formats every split. But at the same time, like there's reasons maybe why there's they use certain formats in the fall because like yeah. a lot of roster changes happen after Worlds, so they want to know where the teams stand. Um, and like there's usually a big gap in between like spring and the start of fall, uh, so there might be like new players coming and new teams forming either way. Um, and then like I don't know what the for like winter format honestly doesn't matter that much because you kind of already have an idea, so they could already start with like group stage and two single limb. But then if they already have like two different formats, it's almost like they want to have a third different one for consistency, right? Yeah, I guess. So it's, yeah, it's it's either like they they go with one format, so they go with just like double elim for the whole all of them, um, or they just do like single or group group stage into single elim for like every every event, and then it might get boring by the time like we get to. So I think I'm actually okay with like the different formats, to be honest, as long as they keep it consistent within a split. And uh, it's not like crazy unfair. I think it's just like the main thing from from my perspective in, in terms of having it more fun to watch is just more time for majors and less time for regionals. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my biggest thing. I think that's less time in between like the last regional and I think and the, the scheduling needs to be a little better that like, I agree with you, the, the amount of time we have between regional three and when this like international major happens seems way too long in my opinion it almost feels like an off season you know? yeah it like feels a like month, a mini off season and then there's like a break after the major right to the start of winter it's just kind yeah, of like, like a weird like i'd rather have a longer off season and a more condensed regular season than whatever they're doing right now with the whole yeah. like the off season was what like a month and now we have like a two three week break and then another two three week break after the major and then it's not even like two. It's like like I feel like it's like five weeks, maybe four yeah. weeks. I know it's definitely not less than four weeks. It's so like, yeah, I definitely agree. They have to condense the season, and um, yeah, it's there's a lot. There's a lot, been a lot of 
discussion in the community as into if if we even want to drop like one of the splits but you know we're kind of getting off topic i guess but this no this is format this no it's is format, format right? it's on topic it's yeah. on topic you want to drop a split like what do you mean the, so the like i feel like there's yeah there's like a couple options right you, you either drop a split and you reduce maybe the time in between major or well i think either way they have to reduce the time in between majors and regionals and and put that time in the off season to increase it for players and everybody to just take a big break from Rocket League. Um, what am I going with this? And yeah, so there, there's two options. You can have like two splits, and maybe you have only two majors, and then you go straight into championship, and then you have a longer off season with like maybe some majors held by other people like DreamHack. Yeah. Um, or you're like, I think you just like honestly maybe take the third regional out of each. Um, split and then like have it where you have three three majors still and a world championship but now you're taking out like two weeks because you alternate between na and eu with for those two weeks or however many regions and then you have like what six weeks now extra that you can give for the off season and like the regionals matter more now yeah uh yes it's like less consistency i guess but you could maybe put in like one the week after the last regional you could do like a last chance qualifier with like the only teams that maybe can still qualify for the major or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I think the easiest way for psionics without like changing the format too much is just run a longer major. Like right now it's yeah. what five days. I think it starts on like a yeah, Wednesday like and ends on a Sunday. Actually, it might be so, four days, four days. It, it either like it starts on a Wednesday yeah. or Thursday oh, and ends on a Sunday. Now. Right. But they try to like, cram all of Swiss yeah. in the first it's, two days. It's something along then, the lines of they start Wednesday, Thursday and Sunday. So, but mm-hmm. I think so if they made it like a two week issue. Yeah, if they made it like a two week event and then that would obviously if they made it if they made the majors like a two week event, it would just reduce the time in between breaks from like when they stopped playing to when they started. So that would mm-hmm. I think help. Yeah. I know like for CSGO they do like one match a day almost, right? For like the last stage. CSGO like, majors are definitely longer than four days, right? I don't watch that much CSGO, yeah. but okay, I feel like, like they're at least like a week or three, two. And each yeah. game is like, what, like 45 minutes or so? Like, a single mm-hmm. match takes up a couple hours. Yeah, CSGO so is long. So they kind of have no choice, yeah. right? League's the same way. I, I know that all of their international events are like minimum two weeks. Worlds is like a month. I think their MSI is yeah. like three weeks or something, a little, a little shorter. Because mm-hmm. I like seeing more land competitions and international competition, though. Like, for me, regionals yep. are boring without the crowd. Like, after you go watch a, a major, and then there's a regional with no crowd, just two casters, we don't know what they're talking about. It's just, it's not interesting. Mm-hmm. Does, um, does regional um, identity kind of contribute to the format issue as well, or not really? Regional I guess it's identity. a little bit of a... Yeah, I guess it's a little bit of a different topic, right? In terms of like having every region have their own like top like um identity in terms of regionals and like leagues in a way, you know? Yeah, we talked a bit about that. I think we could still talk a little yeah. bit about it now, but yeah, I think that would help if they had more regional identity for their caster content and everything. It would help. I think it would make yeah. things more exciting. If you I think in like in, yeah, if you have things like in um in Studio Two, right? I feel like that's one of the biggest things I miss from. The previous yeah the studios is, everything's so cool. online now yeah like the old rlcs back when they had like the league play they had the in-person studio that was really fun yeah and always neat to watch it was just, just like, so much more enjoyable more to clean. watch yeah, yeah way more enjoyable and clean to watch no offense to the, like i know the casters are doing their best it's just like when i see a bedroom cam i just kind of tune off more or when i see like a <laughs> whatever you want to call it a room cam or yeah and it's harder, I think, for the casters, honestly. Like, I know we are hard on the casters because I think other esports have better casters. But I will say the only thing I can say for them is I think it's better, It's easier to be a better caster when you're playing off people in the room together and you can play off each other in person versus, like, Rock League, it's all virtual. They're not really with each other unless they're at, like, the majors or stuff. Like, for each regional, they're not with each other. So it's kind of hard for them to, like, play off each other's body language and everything because they don't. They don't really see mm-hmm. each other other than like maybe on like a Discord virtual webcam or something or a Skype virtual webcam. Yeah, I mean, we, we face the same issue right now, right? <laughs> it's harder to coordinate because yeah. we are completely virtual. We don't yeah. have the same body language as we are in person. I think casters have talked about it too. They're just like, yeah, it's much easier to really read someone when they're in 
like sitting beside them as opposed to having their like I think do they still use Skype at Psionics? I don't know what they use, no, but no I post Discord. <laughs> I think they use Discord. I'm oh, thank they goodness. Use Discord. But I could be wrong. I don't think they use Discord. What do you think they I, use? I know for CRL interviews it was it was not Discord. It, it used to be Skype link when we did this yeah. zero. I think it, it's really? it, I think it's Skype. I think it's Skype. We had to install Skype to do interviews. I'm guessing they haven't changed it. But I know it's because Skype gives better webcam quality than Discord. That's why most people use Skype. What if you have Nitro? <laughs> well, Sonic's been paved Nitro for all this, the people oh, you're right, you're right. using it. Budget issues. Yeah, budget issues. Budget issues. Could you imagine you get you get an interview for Sonic's, they just give you Nitro? Free for a year. <laughs> See, I heard you guys um give free nitro. Yeah, I heard you give. Can I take the interview? <laughs> <laughs> can I take the interview. But yeah, I think that's everything I really have on uh, major spots and format for the most part. But I don't know if anyone else has anything more they want to talk about or add. No, for now that's that's the I most I know. Yeah, most I can say. Then the next next up we have is um one I think we briefly talked about not in the RLCS sense, that was always in the CRL sense, but do you have the, the exact Reddit post in some? But uh, there's one going around where Psyonix is not paying their players on time yet again, and now it's happening on the RLCS level. But yeah, there's this one Reddit thread where it was brought to light that a lot of the pros, I think it was more in Europe, have not been paid since like the winter regionals of last year, or that's what they're claiming. Psyonix has not paid them since then, which is like, that's coming up on a year now of late payment, I think. Almost, almost. Just like on January. the screen tweet, we have uh, Virtuoso, Atal, Atomic, Justice. Um, it's pretty uh, like it's pretty Quite concerning. Yeah, yeah. This just just a few from like a single screenshot that all have claimed. Yeah, I haven't received any money from Psionics since the spring split. Spring split. That was nine months ago. Yep. Ten the, months. The ago. new season has started. It's already begun. But okay, so who's all said this? I want to see the. There's a lot. Of, I and I will say just as you guys look through it from uh, my personal viewpoint. I remember in CRL, obviously it's not RLCS. Although I did get an RLCS payment once, but in um, CRL they said they didn't pay us for like a year, year and a half, till we got our money. And the reason they sported at that time was that oh, it's delayed because we're changing the way we pay our players. So the way they used to pay their players was they would just send. It was just like they just would send checks via mail, which obviously is going to be delayed and take a long time. So they updated that once they got acquired by Epic that they're going to pay people through like Epic Wallet. They just give you like a hyperlink. You go into Epic Wallet and they just send you your money, like direct deposit to your bank, fill out all the information, etc. Which is a much cleaner and efficient way. Like there should be no delays when you use this method because it's just simple. You log it in and then it pays you out in like 30 days. It's all automated, right? So they did the update to this new payment system. And they're like, oh, there won't be any more delays. And I was like, great, okay. I, I ended that time because I got all my money when they updated the system. But now, like, they're going to, you know, pay the pro players through this updated system. It's how I got my RLCS money at the time. I don't know why there's delays. It doesn't make any sense. They have their new updated system. They said they won't have any delays with this new uh, this new system. And now they still have delays with the new system. So what's the excuse? Like, what's the reasoning for not paying people on time? I, I mean, typically I a delay is like one month, not one month. 10. Yeah, not 10. Right? A 10-month delay is not a delay. It's, it's not a delay. That's they're just, not paying you. You're not paying. You're not getting paid. You're not getting paid. No one's tried to pay you, and you haven't tried to sue Psyonix or something? <laughs> you don't complain about it on Twitter? Like, what? Well, I guess now they are, but I, I don't understand what, like, what's going on. Like, Do you think they tweeted before they even reached out to Psyonix on this stuff? Or do you think they reached out to Psyonix? I think they definitely reached like... out. All the players, at least I know in CRL and stuff, reached out before like making it go public. They we, yeah. we 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 reached out for months, and then we started tweeting about it when they, like, we just never got our money. So, because hmm. that and, makes sense, you try to resolve it internally, and if it doesn't work out, that's when you start hitting the tweet button. Yeah. But. <laughs> Generally, I don't know. when it, it goes, goes public, on... they pay it right away. Which is weird. I don't. I don't really understand that angle. But <laughs> it's like they get called out. Oh right, we were supposed to pay you guys. Well, we also don't want to get sued, so <laughs> you know, here's your money. Budget issues. 
Yeah, dude, it's the Sonic so CEO chilling on his yacht, just being like, oh, I don't have time for this, and just ignoring all the, all the <laughs> issues. Oh, he's out of the game now, so... Yeah, they, they not could just... yeah. So I don't even know I, who, I... like... Does Sonic ever make their upper management, like, public at all? Do they ever make comments? I never see anything. I don't know if I'm just not looking hard enough or anything, but I've never ever seen, like, a comment or statement from everyone in, like, the higher-up of psionics whether it's like the ceo or like i don't know nothing about their structure which is like kind of odd to me but i mean back in the day psionics dave he did comment like once a year on reddit that that works right yeah i just don't because i know in like other you know sports leagues or other esports like the management is much more public like you know who owns the nhl you know who owns the nba you know like the management system and all that like in league of legends you know like everyone at kind of like every level and they give like yearly interviews and things and i think csgo is as much as they could be with like their open format but like you know who runs it and everything with sounds like i don't really know who does what uh, i mean they've never been very too keen on communication and communication skills yeah. so it's no surprise that no one has any transparency in how the company actually works or the only like structure. yeah there's only like two people two three i know that are like the face of rock league from yeah, well, there's like Devin. Yeah, Devin, the community manager. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like five. Devin, there's like Adam Beckwith, like one of the original creators. Yeah. I don't is know what his role is right now. I don't even know if he's still there, but I think he is. Uh, and then there's like obviously Murdy, but he's like more esports yeah, side. Shiest. Yeah. Uh, Shiest. Yeah. yeah. Corey's gone. He's gone to Amazon. So. Corey, but there's there's another one. Instead of Corey, there was. Not Corey's instead gone. of like. <laughs> um. I forget the third one, but there's yeah, also but like um, another one that just joined last season, right? You can kind of. I mean, the fact that, that we're are. struggling to come up with the names is already indicative of exactly how much inside players. Have I think you or... can find out how like who they are. It's just like they don't really ever give like good public updates. Like maybe they do like a text on Reddit here and there or something, but like they don't ever do like live interviews that aren't like PR, you know, written. Like if they give out the one interview I saw was when they did um. I don't know if you guys remember, like, the RLCSX announcement. They did, like, a pretty, like, public thing. But it was, like, they brought in First Touch, and it wasn't, like, outside at all. It was every question they wanted to answer themselves, and they weren't pressed at all by anyone. Yeah, it was just, like, advertisement PR answers. It wasn't like we were actually getting any answers the community, like, really wanted to know about, right? Like, they mediated every single question that the First Touch asked. I mean, it was hype, but it's not a real interview. It wasn't, like, a real interview where they had to answer anything, like, pressing. I will say the only, like insight i ever got into the way the structure worked i don't know how truthful this would be or not but it was with mm-hmm. Corey and crl and we wanted purple titles every player wanted purple titles for crl and mm-hmm. Corey, i don't know if this is true or not he might have lied but he said we got you we're gonna give you the purple titles even at one <laughs> point said as far he's like it's done you're getting purple titles and then a little bit later he's like guys i'm sorry but like it went up to the CEO, and he just... I don't know if it was the CEO, but it was, like, someone in upper management. They just said, no, so we can't do it. Like, they were against it, so they couldn't do it. And I was like, what? I don't really understand that one. Why would someone on the upper management team be against Purple Titus for CRL? And that's the reason it got nixed. Like, do you not control the CRL? I thought Corey was the head of CRL and would have, like, the say over that. But the structure seems weird. That was, like, the only thing I ever... Insight I ever got into the structure is, like, a player... But yeah, it just imagine well, just imagine if like, uh, Murdy and like well, Corey's gone, but yeah, the uh, other like members of the community who are actually a lot more public facing actually had more say. I think it would help even if it was matters. bad. Yeah, like even yeah. if like the answers aren't like perfect, they never are. I think it would ease a lot of the community's like anxiousness and like outrage if they just did like an interview with just like once a year, once every six months. That was like more transparent about who's doing what and everything people will be way more happy yeah. you don't have to do it for your whole company just for the esports side that's all you have to do it for mm-hmm. you don't have to do it for like your graphic design lead or anything you just only have to do it for like the esports side exactly i mean esports is public facing so it yeah. makes sense that you should have some information given to the public instead of nowadays you see every single post on on twitter i guess retweeted or replied with ue5 question mark like <laughs> every <laughs> Every Apparently, single one. Did you see the? I didn't put this in the tweets, but Lethemir said he's working on it. He's <laughs> yeah, behind I the scenes that. doing the UE5 work all by himself. 
I believe it. I believe it. Do you think if they did do uh, UE5, they'd bring all all over the uh, decals from the original game? I think they wouldn't. No, they they have to. Quite... So th I think that's why it, we're never going to get the it. Rocket League two, if they got the Rocket League 2, they wouldn't necessarily have to because it would be a new game. I remember talking to someone about it, and they said, well, well, the, the most recent guys, they said they're not ever doing Rocket League 2, right? So if they update to UE5, it's going to be the same. And the reason why it's like potentially taking so long if they are working on it, like allegedly they are, is that like it's really hard to take the items everyone has in their inventories and then yeah. put it to the UE5 new game. I think that's like their biggest issue they're having is finding ways to do that without like they just it's just taking very long because it's very hard to do that. Yeah, from a software standpoint, that makes sense. Like database migration plus making sure the game actually. Yeah stays similar to what it used to be as for hundreds of millions of players each yeah. customized inventory has to be the same and updated to the new like game when it comes out not game it's not new game but the new engine yeah well well yeah they might even have like higher resolutions and textures for everything so it'll be odd if like yeah. most of the decals like out of place in terms of like resolution and texture quality and you know they'd have like millions of requests if like one item was missing because i think the casual fan base probably has a much more like in-depth view of every item they have so if they updated the game they'd be like i'm missing this black painted decal it's no longer there like when can i get it and you know if they didn't do it flawlessly they might have millions of support requests about missing items that they wouldn't be able to answer i mean like, even big companies can't even do make migrations flawlessly so yeah. with cyanox I, it sounds like a total nightmare i think oh. the only recent one i could think of was like i guess overwatch did it right did they do like a full migration of the skins from? Overwatch I don't know how much they changed their game, but I'm pretty sure you kept every skin from Overwatch One to Two. So, oh, oh I think I think I think from what that's good because otherwise it'd be so much player outrage. Well, there would have been so right. much outrage if, if like you, you spend hundreds yeah. of dollars and yeah. then you get nothing for it. Like, <laughs> people would have been mad. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, I think uh, I think that's it for. Topic two, do we okay. want to go to yeah. your segment this one? Okay, let's go to the reacting to tweets segment. So the first one is shout out to Rise. He says, as cringe as it sounds, Rocket Week is 10 times more entertaining than football. 2,000 likes And just to, just to clarify, Rise is European. So he's talking about soccer English. or European yeah. football or English. Yeah. yeah. Or English, Portuguese. But, yeah, we're yeah. talking about, this is like World yeah. Cup we're talking about. World like, Cup. He's watching the World no, Cup he, and he's saying, lying. yeah, I think I could watch ROCS and find this more entertaining. I mean, personally, I agree with him because I'm just not nice. a fan of yeah. soccer football as much. It's just not a sport I ever really, you know, grew up playing that much or liking. So I guess I would prefer watching ROCS over soccer football. But I think just having a analytical mind, I, I'm pretty sure the global population would not agree with that yeah. take on any level at, at all. They would if they knew what Rock League was. <laughs> no, I don't know. Dude, soccer, like in my opinion, like football, just so so boring. Yeah, like, boring. Nothing happens, whatever you want nothing to call Nothing happens it. for two hours, yeah. and then you just like waste your time. I mean, the Europeans love their sport, bro. Like it is like it is the most globally popular sport. Pride. So yeah. some people have to like watching it, but yeah. If I want to fall asleep, I'll watch like soccer or football. There's football. like other sports I'm gonna mention, but I don't know how much you guys like them, so I'm not gonna offend you. That's fine. Sport, <laughs> the worst like part that. is I kind of agree with him because I actually. Let's just get every nation mad. It's baseball's yeah, boring to watch, yeah. fun to play, boring yeah. to watch. Yeah, that's what oh, I hate the most. Like, is I kind of agree with Rice. <laughs> just because I have no personal investment, I do not care if the Canadian team wins or loses. Oh, I, I care if they win or lose. I just I, yeah, I can't won't watch it. Or I, I, watch I don't care. Minimum. I won't watch it. It means nothing to no, me. No, no nation, no national pride here from Insa. I wish we had FIFA for Rocket League. That'd be sick. Yeah. Well, we talked about that before. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no, I agree with guys 100%. Honestly, even like basketball is way more fun to watch than like football because there's actually things happen and, you know, Sancho's possession. Yeah, people actually score in basketball. Surprise. Like, yeah. I don't want to watch a 90 minute no no match. Like, that's. Exactly. I don't see what's so interesting about that. I cannot believe I'm agreeing with Rise on something. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, first. <laughs> okay. Let's go to the next tweet. So this one's from Wikipedia RL. And it says, for the upcoming ROCS Fall Major 2022, Team Liquid is once again the youngest team set to take part. 
G2 esports are the boomers of the major with an average age of 21.35. The overall average player age is 18.82 for the upcoming major. Did they say how old the Liquid was average age wise? Um, according to the graphic, it says the average player age of Team Liquid is 16.35. The average age of 16. I think, yeah. to me, yeah, we've already we've talked about it a bit and touched on it, but this just signifies that the eSport of Rocket League is truly a Zoomer generation this thing. It's the most Zoomer tweet I've ever seen. old players, I don't think old players really get phased out because of skill. I think it's just, like, the culture makes it so, like, you have to retire as soon as you hit, like, 23 24 or you're just gonna you're just gonna be like pushed yeah. out by the community you can be accomplished as turbo post and he's like struggling to find a good team because no one wants to play with him we can already yeah, see g2 they're starting to tilt their off they're the oldest team at the major yeah. they're gonna have to go <laughs> yeah. younger soon so that i don't like it, it but it's the way it, it is yeah, I cannot believe GG's are boomers with an Yeah, age the 21. 24. 21 is the age of you should retire, I guess, for Rocket League. You're the boomers of the scene. Well, uh, yeah. An old age of 21 when a lot of League of Legends <laughs> teams age. average 21 or CSGO teams average 23 at age, I think, on normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well, I mean, for, like CSGO, it's like their age factors into experience as opposed to, oh, uh, Less reaction time, like old bad mechanics. That's not an issue. In other Rookies in CS:GO are like twenty or nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a boomer in our. It's like a RL. boomer. I personally want the age limit to go up to seventeen, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's actually not as young as I thought it'd be. Like nineteen, like roughly nineteen, isn't super young. But... Wait, 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 wink. You wanted to increase the age limit? Yeah, 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 I would increase age limits. I think that would kill RL Oh, it, it couldn't. It could never happen now. It, it would be impossible to do it now. But because like nah. now most of, most of your pros can't even forty percent of the pros would instantly yeah. not be able to. Oh, play. They'd, be, they'd be like a they'd be like a grandfather clause or whatever it's called. Oh, grandfather like, clause. Yeah. Allow like two two years. Like whoever's would be there in like a year would be able to play or whatever. If anything, I would reduce the age to thirteen. Reduce. <laughs> Dude, Bro, it'd, no. be, it'd be average age of teens you would be 14. You want play Rocket League at I don't want to watch them, but at least, like, we'd have more skilled players. I don't know. Like, nah. I think, yeah. like, the actual peak age is roughly 16 to 17 for, for Rocket League. That's one I've seen most players peak. Justin's peak was, like, around that age, like, Beast Mode's. I mean, we haven't, we don't know if we've seen Beast Mode's peak already, but he's, like, roughly 16, 17, I think. peak at the major. Yeah. I think we're going to see Daniel start peaking. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> But yeah, you know, yeah, the peak is I know for me, my they hit old age of seventeen and fall off. Yeah, but... my yeah, my my only issue with like I'm fine with like younger players playing. It's just when the league is on average so young, it's hard for me to be as interested in the content just from like a maturity level wise. I'm just not. Yeah, I'm disengaged compared to like other esports. Like obviously, when I'm like thirty, I'll still probably be watching esports, but I'll be more engaged in like twenty three year olds because like maturity level is still the same even when I'm thirty. So like I don't know, other esports just have like more mature content that I connect with more than Rocket League, and I think part of it's just because the average age is so young, so the content's more for like teenagers than it is for oh, yeah. other people. That's why I'm saying like, increase the age limit to seventeen because then yeah. they can do more interesting content and because like I even think like younger kids will want to watch older players play like they will they don't really they, look, would. they don't look up yeah it's they true would look for up any to the older players yeah yeah exactly so. Yeah. That's I think I really do think they need to desperately. I think that's make part of their issue is they're just they lose yeah. so many fans because the content people are just disinterested in it. Like on average, most people are just disinterested because like most people aren't teenagers. You grow up, everyone grows up. Right. You can't you can't ignore growing up. So it's mm. yeah, you're just gonna like lose all your fan base. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. We've already said like so many people like play Rocket League, go to university, stop playing Rocket League like instantly. It's weird, but that's yeah. just kind of. That'd be some sort of cultural thing. It's like the players it is a have cultural such thing. Zoomer personalities where it's like some of the humor. I, I I'll be honest, I just don't get. I'm like, how's that funny? And it's like, well, they're seven years younger than you. Well, okay, fair enough. <laughs> you have to remember that, yeah. And it's not the players' fault at all. It's just the way that like yeah. Maybe if I was works, like 14 years preference. old right now, I would I'd be like, wow, that's hilarious. But you know, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Dude, I'm such a boomer. I don't even see these like jokes that they make because I never interact with like people <laughs> under the age of like 18. Yeah. Uh, the classic you hit like the 20s and then you're like, oh, I hate kids. I don't want to speak to them. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like kids, kids these days. Like, teenagers are like the worst. Because yeah. they got such big egos. So, yeah. Anyways. Okay, let's go um, to the final tweet. This one's by Keemstar, and there's a lot to unpack on this tweet, so I'll, I'll read it out for funny. you guys. Yeah, I'm missing gaming in my life. All I have is Rocket League. Every other game is boring. Didn't even play Call of Duty this year. Waiting on the next-gen AAA game that never comes, I guess. Xbox, PS5, and Steam stores are all indie game trash made by fifth graders. Where are my AAA games? <laughs> so... Yeah. this one is interesting to me because like i think a year or two ago i would have wholesomely agreed with them there wasn't that many great games being released however i think this year is a very hot take to say that because there were a lot of good triple a game i mean released this year whether you're looking at elden ring god of war the new harry potter games coming out soon there's just a lot of banger games like being released there's also another like star wars game coming out i think early next year but Yeah, the remake of uh, Knights of Republic, right? Yeah, it's like the Jedi Order one or Knights of Republic. It's like the the story based one that's like open world. the The next one's coming out, and like I just think oh, like okay. this year was like a really good year for AAA like gaming titles, and also to say Rocket League's your like go to game. I mean, yeah. it's a fun <laughs> game, but I I don't know. All I have is Rocket League. Every other game is boring. <laughs> I have the, the opposite think, issue. I find Rocket Week boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. The hottest, yeah, the hottest take is definitely that, like, no good AAA. Because, like, yeah, yeah, Elden Ring and God of War were, at least personally, I think they're amazing games. Either one could win Game of the Year award, and, like, it wouldn't be a snub for the other one. Um, but Rocket League, yeah. I mean, I like Rocket League, but I actually started playing it again, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, you mean fortunately. It's a Rocket no, League podcast. Unfortunately, because I don't have the time to play, and it's a big. We play it anyways. And also, yeah. like I don't feel good after I play it, unless like I I was playing well on that day, which is like one out of like twenty days I played Rocket League. So I think I think Keem's fine because he's gold. So like Rocket League and gold is fun, or if you're like oh, gold or plat, fun. it's pretty fun. But like as True. soon as you get to Grand Champion, the the meta just hasn't been fun for the last two years, unless you enjoy getting bumped constantly. And yeah, just and bombed. target bombed and potentially now being demoed from uh you know AI of people using uh, oh, their toggle yeah. switching toggle switching demo tracking. So the hackers finally came. The hackers finally came. <laughs> you can't even say oh Rocket Week has no hacks. You can't even say uh, that anymore. That's no longer it's true gone. anymore. It's no longer true. <laughs> I, I'm waiting on an update from Sonic so when they're going to tell me I'm no longer being target demoed from a computer program. But have you run into any of those though? I think I I'm I have I. The way I've been yeah. demoed, one of them must have been from a program. There's <laughs> no way. There's no way. Right. I'm too skilled, man. There's no way that some of these are, uh, are program based. I haven't run into any bots yet, but I, I definitely will see. Like that could definitely be a problem. You can lose people you're the, uh, Rocket League. You hack. So the bumping meta, at least in North America, for GC one to GC three range, is just personally not fun in twos for me anymore. I wish we could just go to I don't know, have like gentleman agreements to not bump as much. But I heard there's a new replay meta where like you watch the replay to tilt the other opponents. Oh yeah, I don't know if that's new. <laughs> yeah. Is it coming back? Uh, it might be coming back. Might yeah. be coming back. Have you done it? I've, I've done, done it, it for like years. <laughs> I've done it. I remember doing that in 2016. Like oh, I'm gonna watch the replay just to, and then bam, he forfeits in the one v one. I mean, if yes, if people hit me with like three demos in a row, then I score. I mean, I'm watching the replay 100 percent of the time. But. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's no way Keem said that tweet and he plays once though. I've played once recently. He doesn't play once, no. That game mode he used is to play ones, no? garbage. Me? Yeah. Well, I, no, no, I, no, no. I mean Keem. Like once when again, I watched Keem's Rocket Week videos, he was playing one v one. Ones in and silver Rachel. and gold. Yeah. Yeah. No, no problem. No one. You can't. No one can hit the ball. So you're gonna have a fun time. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. Ones in GC. He he whiffed, he whiffed every other ball. <laughs> it's just I like don't know if that's once, so true. When you get to the higher ranks in Rocket League 1s, it's just like literally about not making mistakes or bumping and demoing. If you try to go for some cool shot or you just like suck on shooting 
like up or flicking the ball or like dribbling like you're not gonna have fun in once and then even in the gc range about one in every 20 matches you're gonna run into like a semi-pro player or beast mode and then you're just gonna be like why did i queue once when he <laughs> <laughs> played a lot why did i why did i queue once mm. yeah but uh very interesting take by keemstar especially that every single game store has all indie game trash made by fifth graders I mean, Rock League uh, is an indie game trash, so, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what he's... Is, is, that is that's, indie <laughs> he's, he's already wrong in his statement. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say to Keem. Uh, seems like his take is popular, I guess. He's got 2,500 likes. People like, people people like dissing on him. AAA game dev. That's, like, the... Yeah. It's been the trend for the last couple of years. Yeah. Yep. That's don't true. worry. When GTA 6 comes out, he won't be saying that. 2024. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, Rockstar is like, yeah, they're like greedy with like how they pursue like their uh, monetary monetary uh, policies in their game. Not what am I talking about? How they monetize <laughs> their games, um, but like they do make really good games or like really technically crazy games. Like Red Dead Redemption Two. Red Dead Redemption. That's of, another one. Triple A. Like, what's came on about? Red Dead Redemption Two came out in the last couple of years. That game was great. Yeah, well, that was like 2018, I think, right? 2018. Yeah. Oh, it's been years now. Maybe he's probably played it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he suggested uh, God of War, and he, he does not like God of War and Elden yeah. Ring style games. He hates them, which is like maybe his issue. If you don't like what like certain style of games, of course you're going to think there's no good AAA like dev title games coming out in those. Yeah, and uh, you didn't but... even play COD this year. Like, uh, I don't know what to yeah, say. If you, man. If you don't That's play the game. Else is playing. <laughs> How do you know if you like it or not? But... <laughs> he probably watched the trailer and was like, no, I'm going to start hating on it. Yeah. If you don't like those AAA games, I don't know what kind of AAA games you like, yeah. to be honest. Like, you should have tried the uh, the roller skating game that came out that was like Rock League. Maybe you would have liked that mm. one. Roller Champions? Yeah, Roller Champions. What if maybe he should He's just not looking at the right games. No, he's waiting for the next-gen AAA. He should have tried that comes. Rocket League golf game. Maybe he'd like that one from an indie game uh, <laughs> developer. I want to try that one. It looks fun, but haven't gotten around to it. Oh well, we'll yeah. see. I just bought God of War um, on Steam. It was on sale, so enjoy. It's a fun game. Yeah. Did you play Cyberpunk? Uh, started it, but didn't finish. Oh okay. Did you like not want to? Did you not like it or? No, things were busy in my life, but. Okay. Yeah, that's a different story. That game. It's like one of my favorites. Anyways, off topic. Anyways, Anyways, yeah, I think we're we're good for this pod before we start having a life therapy session. But okay. <laughs> that that concludes our that concludes, reacting uh, the tweet section for yeah. our podcast. Concludes for episode, episode five. five. Yep. We'll see you guys in uh, the next one.